Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by Radante Ashford, a.k.a. Wave Chappelle. Yeah, 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 yeah. We in the building, man. Milwaukee native. Absolutely. Started success very early on. (laughs) He's still putting weight on the game. Facts. He got an album coming out. That's a fact. Oh, and it's fire. But bigger facts. Bigger facts. <laughs> but here we have them. You know, sure. we have um, the paths crossed, and yeah. I'm very honored to have you here. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me, man. So Dope. without further ado, mm-hmm. how you doing, Wave? Man, I'm feeling good, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm feeling I'm feeling very blessed. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of motion right now. I'm having a lot of motion, man. I just I just did Madison uh, maybe like a week ago. Yeah. Um, I just rocked Cactus Club with my boy Niall. Shout out my boy Nihilix now. <laughs> and um, man, it's just been dope, man. I've been doing a lot of shows. I've been dropping a lot of music, um, getting a lot of engagement and interaction from the fans. I see you, bro. You know, they loving the music. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm feeling good, man. And also my my, my son is, is healthy and he's loving the weather right now. It's yeah. starting to get warm out. So, um, man, it's been dope, man. I, I cannot complain right now. Hey, man, yeah, I've been seeing you grinding on on the on the media. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir, that has to be exciting, man. Yeah, man, no, it's it's super dope just to be able to, uh, you know, obviously, you know, well within my career, well with this point into my career, just yeah. still being able to just elevate and, um, you know, knock out new milestones and. Uh, meet more and more new fans, still rocking these shows. So it's just been dope, man. And I'm super excited for all the new music too, because I feel like I'm I'm still getting better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm getting better with just song making, hit making, yeah. rapping, just finding new flows, all of that. So I'm very much inspired. And then also figuring out the content side of this so- social media thing. Yeah. You know, nowadays everything is content based. So I'm getting cold with that too. Just yeah. <laughs> you know, setting that camera up, filming my everyday life. You gotta. I'll tell you straight up. Like yeah. I've been trying to figure it out with my team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it, it is crazy. I never hearing the word algorithm until you, <laughs> you have to use it. <laughs> right, right, right. Like man, we hear algorithm and content so many times a day, bro. That uh. You know, especially in the field that we work in, man, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we got to stay on it. So definitely that's uh, that's something that I've been doing and just really putting my pr- making my presence felt uh, for sure on social media. So, well, I'm happy you here, man. Yeah, man. Thank so, you. Thank you. Let's jump right in. Let's get into it. man. <laughs> let's get into it. Where were you born? Uh, man, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, specifically on the north side. Shout out to all sides of Milwaukee, but you know what I'm saying? I like to I like it to be known that I was born on the north side, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? There's a lot of uh kids on the inner city that they don't get a chance to tell their story or it's not a lot of representation yeah. for uh people that look like us or come from where we come from yeah. on a mainstream level, you know what I'm saying? So everywhere I go, I like it to be known that not only am I from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I'm from the north side, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I spent a lot of time on 32nd and Villard. I spent a little bit of time on Uptown, you know, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I got family all over the north side, so you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that's that's where I'm coming from, man. This is why I do this. Yeah, absolutely. This is exactly how that passion, yeah. that, that expression coming right through mm-hmm. for you to embrace the city. The way you have. Yeah. You've done a lot of work. Absolutely. And, you know, people don't know now, but by the end of this interview, they're going to know. Yeah. No, absolutely, um, man. Absolutely. I've been around the world and I always make sure I carry that flag with me. That's you know right. Saying that's super important. Um, hey, 414, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Big Milwaukee energy, man. We here. We yeah, here. Yeah. So how was your upbringing in Milwaukee? Uh, man, it's, it was dope, man. I, I can't lie. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with my moms. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on my mom's side of the family. So my mom, my auntie, my granny. You know what I'm saying? My papa and then uh, my big cousin, Seven, who's, you know, literally probably responsible for me, you know, pursuing rap as a career. Like, we we used to be in my granny basement. He would pull up beats on YouTube. Yeah. At the time, like, SoundClick and LimeWire, stuff like that. Like, he'd be playing these beats and songs for me. And, you know, he would encourage me to rap in the basement and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And what's crazy, I always tell people this. You know, I did. I grew up with my moms, but what's crazy is my pops was a rapper too, by the name of Mr. Do It to Death. Okay. And it's so ironic that we both end up, you know, doing this rap thing on the level that we did it at, and that's just a testament to like just destiny. Can we do something for your pops? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Get that in. Pops, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Shout out Pops all the way, man. My dad was a rapper uh, in the like late 80s through the 90s, through the like 2000s, you know what I'm saying? And he was even part of like, you know, he wrote uh, in my projects, you know what I'm saying? He wrote that. Um, Get out of here. Yeah, no lie. This is my fact. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Turn him up, turn him up. Turn him up. <laughs> um, but it's all it's always crazy, like there's there's these parallels in our lives, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Even though like we spent some time apart, but like we we came together through music, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And the fact that like I'm at where I'm at and he did what he had his stamp and his impact what he had, it's just like you gotta that's a testament to like destiny, you know what I'm saying? Like uh it's almost like I was born to do it. It's in my DNA and it was in my life path to you know kind of be an artist and not just be an artist but be like great at it you know what i'm yeah. saying kind of how he was and um and shout out to my mom's too like she would always play um you know just naturally just playing jay-z around me playing lauren hill and playing all the just really really dope hip-hop around me so it was almost like i was just destined to follow this path of music um so yeah man. definitely man yeah. i gotta say you know when i listen to your music mm -hmm. you know it's a different vibe man yeah and, and and I just want to put it out there. Mm -hmm. It's crisp. Yeah, hey, man, lyrici that. The lyricism is crisp, and I yeah. I want to pay attention to 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 lyricism. Yeah, it's every show. I show music my own self. Yeah, I'll show you some tracks. Actually. Yeah, absolutely, man. But you know, um, listening to that, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I, I always appreciate you know when it's the Jay Z or Nas. I'm gonna yeah. go with Nas just because of the. Mm. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Everyone was like, "Oh, why? Why did you do it?" Nah, man, I, I it's a it's a different connection that I have with music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know Hole is great. Yeah, <laughs> I think that like you know, growing up, you know, obviously, like of course, I I listened to a lot of that music. I heard a lot of that music growing up, and so I find appreciation for all these elements. Yeah. But of course, growing up listening to these guys, it's almost like uh, in music, you know, you got all these different styles. You can be really really catchy. Yeah. You can be, you can be really melodic. You could be skilled with the with the pen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? And when you call with the lyrics, I consider us like we like samurais, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. Because it's like everywhere we go, we just trying to sharpen that blade. Um, so that's that that style kind of stuck with me as I, you know, kind of got into yeah. being an artist. So, you know, that's one of the things that I definitely focus on. And that's a rarity now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I actually like it because it's like the people that are super, super skilled now, mm -hmm. we stand out because there's so many artists that are good at being melodic and that are good at being catchy. Yeah. And, you know, that's the art form that's like kind of popping right now. So the rare ones are the guys that's that's able to have the skill because it's a skill yeah. that have the skill to put the words together and have a substance with it and all that. So that's yeah. kind of like that's like my superpower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What are the core me core memories that have molded you into the artist you've become? Yeah, core memories, man. Uh, just off the back, like when you say that, I remember, I remember stealing the uh, college dropout out of my mom's car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was in, I was in like middle school when that dropped, and I'm like, man, I, and she would play it while I was on the way to school. And one day, uh, I seen it. She didn't have it in. She's had it in like the CD, mm -hmm. and I kind of just grabbed it, kind of tucked it. And that whole day, man, I was just playing it. I, you know, went back to the crib and I played it from off the boombox. So that memory, yeah. um, man, just watching BET, like the hip hop awards, like back then, and they would have that. It was like so epic, bro. Like yeah. all of it was epic. Um, watching H to the Izzo video Ooh. and just seeing Jay Z make looking like he made rapping. Being a rapper looked so cool. The jersey, the yeah. Rockefeller chain, the women, the slow motion video. The like, Yankee hat. The Yankee <laughs> hat, man. The whole nine. I was just like, bro. And I was a I was a writer at the time, but I was more like a leaning on the side of poetry. Yeah. But like once I see all of that, I'm getting like all these hip hop influences. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, bro. Yeah. Man, I was gonna be a rapper, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like who were were the type of influences that you like you already stated, Kanye? Mm hmm Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent you not. Yeah, hundred percent. I would say I would definitely say uh as far as like inspo, I was I would say the man, the the, Grace. the Trinity, bro, the the Lil Wayne, yeah, Kanye, Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and nowadays, you know, you got Cole, like Alvinger. Oh, yeah. Right? You had Cole, you got Kendrick, you got every next generation. Exactly. But I think all the guys that are like really, really great at it and like, you know, mastered what they do best, those guys kind of shaped my style because I was like, you know, I definitely I thrive to be the best at what I do. And 
you know, you got Drake's songwriter. His songwriter ability is just out of this world. Yeah. You got Cole, who's good with storytelling and just lyricism. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I try to take all these elements and put it into one. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sideline Story was yeah. was the big one. Amazing, bro. That that album just that pushed me into another element of of the way I wrote. Mm-hmm. Because man, just like the density of that album, it's just man. It, it, and you know. Man, Cole, Kendrick. Yep. Ah, man, bro. Just Just being able to put substance, being able to put the substance in the music, but then also making it be digestible for everybody. For sure. Like a song like We Gonna Be Alright. Like, there's so much substance in that song, but then it's also super catchy that you could play it on the radio. Yep. So he's just... If the medicine is in the candy. Like he giving you the he giving you the candy and the medicine at the same Whipping time. Whipping up the medicine, bro. <laughs> so it's like he giving you what you want and what you need all in one. And that's like, you know, he's able to, you know, be at the top of the game because he could do that. So it's like, you know, that's something that I thrive to do. You know, even in a message like um, you know, you say you like a song like Honest, one of my joints called yeah. Honest. Yeah, let's like uh, yeah, let's do you it. You ready? Yeah, <laughs> my boy ready. Uh grinding all day. Still mobbing with the same was I came with no backing down. We ain't backing down, they don't want the problems. Only way it's up when you from the bottom. I can't take a break, to be honest. Way too much at stake, to be honest. She wanna go on dates, to be honest. I gotta be great, to be honest. Uh. You feel me? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I tell you like that, like, you know, when I heard Commission Drop. Mm-hmm. That whole vibe when Buster jumped on, yeah, I'm gonna tell you that's the type of vibe I got off of that when I first, <laughs> when I first heard this song, yeah, I'm just like, where where did this come from, bro? Man, <laughs> nah, it's dope, man. I was just in the studio, man. I was just super inspired, bro. Honestly, if I'm being real, like, yeah, I just want like I in my mind, I'm just like, man, we gotta be great. Like everything we doing in this studio right now, everything we making, we gotta be great. If and the hook was just so. Everything I do is real life inspired. You know what I'm saying? Like I get inspiration from my real life. So, you know what I'm saying? Like shorties be trying to kick it and everybody mm-hmm. just trying to hang out and people want to, you know, and that's cool too. Like you got to live a little, you got to live. Yeah. But it's like while I'm in the studio, when I'm at work, when I'm doing my thing, like we got to be great at whatever we're doing. So that's kind of what went into that. Man, look. And, and, and let's quote it, to be honest. Yeah, to be, <laughs> to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Be, I got to be great, to be honest. Yeah, man. And then like, you know, throughout this journey of doing this platform, you know what I mean? Like, you, better than anyone, you know, you understand, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. Sure. There's a lot of ups and downs, and and that that sways your your passion. Mm -hmm. When did music, when did you know, at what moment did it become Mm -hmm. the passion? Like a passion? Yeah. I would say, man, honestly, in high school, in high school, like, Probably like my sophomore, junior year, you know what I'm saying? Like all through high school, I was in a group and they was all older than me and they kind of instilled in me this mentality like, if you really want this, you got to work for it, bro. Like, yeah. man, I've never been to prom. Like all through high school, both my prom years, yeah. I had a sh- I had shows that day. Like actually, I had to, I got broken up with because I was like, listen, I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to be straight up. I'm, I got to be honest. I got a show in Chicago and I'm not going to prom. Like, I can't go to prom with you. Oh, wow. And, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, she was upset. Obviously, she's like, all right, I'm going with somebody else. But to me, it was just, like, I was that passionate about it in high school. You know, prom is a big thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had never, I've never been to prom. Um, It was a lot of times, like, you know, it was kick it, like, parties and stuff like that. And, you know, not to sound like that guy, but just keep it real. Like, I was going to the studio. You know what I'm saying? I was selling merch. I was printing shirts. I was... Working and had that grinding mentality, right, bro. right, and all of this was in in high school. So that passion really hit me. Like once I hit got got to yeah. high school, I knew for a fact I wanted to pursue being an artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you like this: this is the first it's thirty. Like I'm thirty four right now, but this yeah. journey began when I turned thirty two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you, this is the most passion I've ever had about anything in my yeah. life. You yeah, know what I mean, um, the direct message I'm trying to get out here. The people that are supporting the mission, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Ali Faith, Reggie Smooth, yeah, um, it, it's uh, you know, it, it's it's a blessing, mm-hmm. you know it, and, and you know to 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 find other people mm-hmm. with that type of passion throughout the city and hear their story about mm-hmm. who they are, mm-hmm. who they are. It's like you 
oh man, it's like a rush, bro. Yeah, for sure. It seriously is. Yeah. Um, and wait, I gotta add this in here. I gotta add this yeah. in here. And just so people don't think I'm capping, I went to Mesmer High School. Y'all can go there. Y'all can ask anybody in that school where there's teachers, the principals, the people that went there when they seen me in that school. I was rapping. I was selling merch. I had my Shepherd Express Awards. All of that. You know what I'm saying? I had a Shepherd and huh? I, I had I had two. I had two. Yeah, I can show you on my phone. I had two Shepherd hey. Express Awards, and I built a studio. Uh, it was me, Mag, Buddha, and Ish. We built a studio in Mesmer. Right, it's there. It's still there right now. It's what year did you graduate? Uh, 2012. 2012. It's above the auditorium. There's a room in the auditorium that still got the sound panels that we put in there, the microphone, all of that. So I just had to let that be known. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? So like, if anybody want to like kind of fact check it or whatever, <laughs> y'all can walk up in Mesmer at any minute and ask about Wave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Um, what inspired? the name wave Chappelle. <laughs> that's a good question man everybody kind of everybody like loves you either love or hate the name you know what i'm saying i think that's what makes it dope but uh pretty much it's not real deep you know what i'm saying like at the in high school me and my guys we had this apartment and i would uh where we would like record music and stuff like that and um so i remember getting off of school i would always come from home from school go to the apartment we ain't had no cable though you know yeah. what i'm saying we had like Xbox, we had PlayStation, we had a bunch of DVDs. I get it. I was there. And so we would always watch the Dave Chappelle DVD. Like all, you know, Dave, yeah, Dave yeah. Chappelle show the seasons, you know what I'm saying? And um, Classics. Yeah, exactly. You know, at one point, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I was high, you know, South chilling. And I'm like, man, people love Dave Chappelle. Like, what is it about Dave Chappelle <laughs> that make people love him? Like, and one of the things I came up was like, the name is pretty fire, like Dave Chappelle, yeah. right? And so at the time, people was calling me Wavy because of how I dress or how I rap, stuff like that. And so I'm like, Wavy. I'm like, Wave, Wave, Dave, Wave. And then it was just like, oh, light bulb. Yeah, light bulb moment. I'm like, bro, I'm going to change my name from, because at the time I was Astro. I was like, I'm going to change my name to Wave Chappelle. Yeah. This is genius. <laughs> oh, man. And then I just ran with it. You know what I'm saying? And um, sure enough, people just like, you know, we love it. So because when you hear it, it's like, you're automatically familiar. You're not going to forget it because it's like Wade Chappelle, like Dave Chappelle. Shout out my aunt. You know what I'm saying? It's my, okay. Yeah. So what are, um, now you got that name. Mm -hmm. Now people are, are coming on to that name. Mm -hmm. What do you feel was so unique about you that, mm -hmm. that separated you mm -hmm. from everyone saying that they were doing it at yeah. that time? Yeah. Honestly, and again, not to sound arrogant, you know, I got this saying where I say I move graciously in my greatness so everything I say is you know with with humbleness but it was really just my style and my rap skill you know what I'm saying my ability to really uh really like freestyle and put the words together like my you know what I'm saying like yeah. at that time I, I think I was around when I fully became Wade Chappelle I was like 18 19 yeah but I was like really rapping with skill you know what I'm saying I was rapping like somebody from like the early 2000s whether than rather than like you know my peers there which is I'm not knocking it. Like, I love this style of music, too. But, like, a lot of my peers was doing the auto-tune and they was doing the melodic stuff, yeah. which is dope. But I was standing out because I'm rapping totally different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, if we go over here, we hearing this, we hearing this, we hearing this. But we hear this and it sounds ex extremely different. People are like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, what is he doing over here? This is yeah. crazy. And I think that's really what it was that kind of drew people uh, a big crowd to me. On top of that, I was in Memphis. Like, I didn't fully become... Way Chappelle yeah. till I went to um I went to college at Lemoyne and I had classes. That's what I was gonna ask. You yeah. you moved to to Memphis. Uh-huh. What was that experience when you first touched down, knowing that you were you were alone? Yeah. <laughs> and you were away from from the home base. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, it was crazy. Honestly, I ain't gonna lie. Like I wasn't feeling it at first. I was I was like, I was scared, I was depressed, all type of stuff, because I had never been outside of my group in Milwaukee. Yeah. And I remember my cousin Seven, um, man, he had a conversation with me in my in our grandparents' kitchen. He was like, bro, you got an opportunity of a lifetime, bro. You got a chance to go to school in a whole new city. You get to hit the reset button. Yep. He was like, he's like, look at me, like grab me by the shirt. <laughs> he's like, you need to go. Like, yeah. you need to go. And that was it. Like at that point, I was just like, I'm gonna just take the challenge on. And um, when I went and I like it was cool because also it was a chance for me to reconnect with my dad, too. My dad was living there. He had become a pastor. He had, you know, kind of created a community for himself as well. And so I went all the way by myself. I went there. 
And um, my pop kind of just pointed me in a direction like he was like, yo, they're doing a listening party yeah. over here. This is the first week that I'm there. Right. Sure. And this is like very pivotal because this is like the rest was history after this. I went to there was a uh, a girl named Jazzy who's actually signed to Diddy right now. Oh wow! She's, like blown up. Yeah. But at the time, uh, her name is Jazzy, and she was having a listening party for her album. I went there by myself, didn't know anybody, but I was dressed how I was dressed. I had this kind of funky haircut with the dreads, and um, nobody had ever seen me in Memphis, so yeah. I literally just dove into their music scene by going to this listening event. Yeah. Now at this listening event, she Jazzy was there. DJ Rocksteady was there, who was the DJ for one of the biggest, yeah, yeah. one of the biggest uh, radio stations, and he was Young Dolph's DJ. Okay. Um, you got Drake's people in there, like his cousins, all type of that type of people was there. And I'm this kid. I come in there. I specifically sit in the front. And as she's talking, she literally stops mid, like she's answering questions and stuff. Yeah. She's like, yo, I don't know who this kid is right here. She was like, but you mad fresh, bro. She's like, I love your outfit. I love your energy. I don't know who you are. And she was talking about me. Yeah. And so after that, after that happened, everybody just started coming up and talking to me. Yep. And um, I was able to just introduce myself to Rocksteady. I introduced myself to Drake's cousin. I'm just introducing myself to all these people. And um, again, the rest was history. Yeah. DJ Rocksteady went on and managed me at one point. To have that type of, to set out, holy. Yeah, I know. You know, for anyone that follows, mm -hmm. knows. Mm -hmm. But for those that don't. Yeah. You were signed to Yo Gotti. Absolutely, 1,000%. All being in Memphis at the right time, right place. Yeah, yeah. What was that, ex <laughs> what was it like mm -hmm. When they contacted you, who contacted you mm. and how did that come about and how did that bloom? Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, absolutely. I was signed. To, I was signed to uh, CMG slash Epic Records. And it's like you can't tell the story of Wade Chappelle without talking about this era. And um, man, pretty much I had dropped a project. I dropped my first project as Wade Chappelle. It was uh, called It'll All Make Sense Soon um, with the help of my dad and uh, DJ Rocksteady. Yeah, we had marketed the album. We pushed it around, and like I said, I was I was going to, to two schools at the time. I was taking classes at Lemoyne on, but they had also pushed me upward into University of Memphis. So yeah. I was going to both schools. So I had this big pool that I could market to, and eventually the album just got spread like wildfire. It got to um, B Mims, and then B Mims played it for Gotti. And um, the story. I got a question, my man. Go ahead, go ahead. Did, did that party? Mm -hmm. You know, they, mm -hmm. you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Did that have any type of, you know, yeah, instance to how he probably heard of who you were? Um, not. Nah, I wouldn't say that moment. I think that moment got me locally popping in Memphis. That okay. like that listening, that the listening party. Yep. I think that put me on the scene just like that. Yeah. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a song. It wasn't an album. It was not. It was just being there sitting directly in the front and having all those. I haven't heard just big me up just all of the love. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just just off my energy. Um, I think that put me like in the scene. Yeah. And then after we had we did have to work, though, like after a while, like we was like, OK, cool. All these people just heard of me. Then now I got to put it now put I gotta it in the work. And that's uh, with all your peoples, you put it in the it, work. And exactly. That's where it all makes, that's where the project comes into play. Okay. That's where DJ Rocksteady comes into play. That's where my pops come into play with just all the marketing ideas that we was doing. Yeah. And then um, after we put the album out, that's when Gotti heard it. And um, I was, the story goes, I was in Ching's Wings. Okay. Um, the spot in Memphis called Ching's Wings. If anybody ever goes to Memphis, y'all gotta go there. It's legendary. Best of yes, some of the best <laughs> wings ever, man. Honey Gold is my favorite. I went to a rendezvous. Rendezvous is cool. That's rendezvous. one of the more. That's one of the more mainstream. Ones. Yeah, yeah. It's very. But like, if you want to get in the culture, yeah, get into sure. the, like the culture of Memphis, you gotta stop at Ching's Wings. You okay, know what I'm gotcha. Um, but yeah, man, I was there. I was filling out my classes for the next semester. I was salty and I just get this DM. I mean, I got a DM from Yo Gotti and like literally he was just like, yo, I, I hear you making, I see you making noise in my city. I heard the project. I love what you got going on and I would love to meet you. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to help however I can help. Like let's meet at my restaurant Privé. Okay. And, uh, um, and this was before it was even launched. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is like the early stages of Privé. We sat in there in the cubicle and we worked out a situation, man. Hey, can I just do this for you, bro? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Give this man his flowers. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate that, man. No, it was it was a real dope moment because it was also history. It wasn't just for me, but I felt like that was a moment for Milwaukee in general, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a kid from the north side of Milwaukee signing a national record deal. Because, yeah. like I said, it was not just CMG. It was CMG Epic Records. You know what I'm saying? So that was a huge deal. I mean... Look at that. Yeah. We left the nest, mm -hmm. spread the wings, yep. and we fly. Exactly. That that right there, I I'm I'm genuinely happy for you because yeah, like I appreciate that, bro. To take that move mm -hmm. and this started all on your own. Yeah, you had it it, it takes a village, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah. for the most part, had you never listened to your cousin, right? Yeah, yeah, my cousin seven, man. That's you, my dog. If you hadn't listened to your cousin, None of this would have transpired. So now you you're you're, you're signed. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. how many projects did you do under uh, CMG and Epic? I did three. I did a total of three projects. So I re-released. I re-released it all makes sense. So okay. I did a compilation project uh, called Chapter One, which is like my breakout moment. Um, and then I did Only the Beginning as well, which was a super dope album. Like yeah. that was a, again another one of my like just standout moments that kind of really stamped Wade Chappelle. Yeah. In the mainstream space, I guess, yeah. to say. How, um, through that time, mm -hmm. I, 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 what I want to know, mm -hmm. and I, I, I'm pretty sure people want to know well, mm -hmm. your work ethic before mm -hmm. and then your work ethic in, how, did, in, the how, in, the, in, in being in that deal. Because that's a lot of, that's a lot of weight on the shoulders, bro. Yeah, bro. That's uh, you got you got the spotlight, you got the, you got everything at your fingertips. Yeah, for sure. And you know sometimes when you're in this type of business, mm -hmm. that that messes with people's head. Yeah. Um, how was your work ethic before and now that? How did did it evolve? How what would you say? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. We kicked it, and it's easy for me to say this, but this is like genuinely what happened. Like we kicked it up, we turned it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what again? You know. I credit this to my pops and Rocksteady as well because I was young. I was so young that I was also going through a lot of emotions and a lot. There was a lot to take on, yeah. you know, being a kid and then just, um, you know, getting this deal and finding your dreams come true and all this. Um, you know, they kept me on point. They kept me sharp. They made sure that I was um, not getting lax, not getting comfortable, not getting complacent. Uh, and then eventually, you know, I got used to the grind. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we kicked it up, bro. Like I was in the studio all the time. Sometimes when they went to the club just to celebrate or do something, I was staying in the studio. You know, when Gotti was working on his album, I was one of the guys that was in the studio. Yo, let me help. Let me help write. Let me help produce. Let me Yo. help, you know, um, just constantly staying in the studio. That's honestly how I was able to get only the beginning done when I got it done. You know what I'm saying? I had to yeah. stick in that studio and continue to put the music out, continue to put these freestyles out. Um, so I ain't going to lie to work at the times 10 you know what i'm saying because yeah. also that was one thing i always wanted to like you know Gotti watched you know what i'm saying he, oh for he sure watches and i wanted to make sure he knew that you were taking like, on it opportunity you know what i'm saying yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm on it i'm taking this i'm not taking it for granted the work ethic is there you know what i'm saying i'm sticking yeah. it when we sometimes we would stay up in the studio i would challenge myself to stay up with him till the sun came up wow yeah so so um, man so you grinding out there, man. For sure, man. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, now now that, you know, you 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 get your name, you got your foot in the door, you're in. I'm in. You know, <laughs> um, a lot with being an artist mm -hmm. is performing. Yep. So what 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 was your first show mm -hmm. under the label mm -hmm. and the emotions you went through right before you went on? Man. I don't know about the first show. I ain't gonna lie. The first few shows was kind of interesting because I I got put on a tour with a uh, uh, Snooty Wild and Black Youngster at the time. Oh, and it was you know that the music is very different. Like my my whole stilo, yes, my style is different from theirs. So I ain't gonna lie. We was doing like strip clubs, and it was very yeah. new for me. So the first few shows, honestly, it was like I kind of felt like uh. If I can can draw this comparison, I felt like Ye when he was with Rockefeller. Okay. Right? So, because he's there with the pink polo versus, like, everybody else. They got the jerseys on. They got the do-rags. They super, super street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I kind of felt, it was kind of, it was interesting. But um, 
my my breakout performance for me was um Yo Gotti's birthday bash at FedEx Forum. Okay. Um, which is a big stage. We did it in the arena. And um, man, it was dope, man. We I rocked it. I had full confidence. They all instilled. That was one thing I can say. Even though I was different, like from all the artists that was signed to Gotti to all the people, they always instilled this confidence in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To just, man, be you, be you, go out there and be you. Do your thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We rocking with you. And so, you know, I went out, I went out at that birthday bash, man, and I nailed it. I did my talk to him verse. That's the joint I got with Gotti. Yeah. Uh, the intro, everybody know it as the intro. Okay. And uh, man, I rocked it. And after <laughs> yeah. that, I was, that's when I arrived. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I got on that stage. I did my verse. Me and Gotti on there going back and forth. And, uh, you know, that was really, like I, like I said, that was my moment. That was that performance for me that really stand me, put me in that mode. Like, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, man, that's that's major. Crazy. Major. Crazy. And Milwaukee stamped on you, Oh, for man. sure. For sure. So it's, 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 it's just that, man, <laughs> to, to think like all that emotions, like what's the most you ever performed in front of? I mean, the FedEx... Forum, bro. <laughs> I can only imagine you probably sold that out. Yeah, I would say between, I got three shows in mind as far as like the most people I performed. It had to be either Birthday Bash, Currency. I did I did a tour with Spitter. I did a drive-in theater tour with Spitter. Yeah. Um, We did House of Blues in New Orleans, his hometown, Ooh. which was crazy. I'm talking about, so when you talk about sold out, yeah. sold out yeah. all the way to the back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... It was that show and then the show we did in uh in Milwaukee at the Rave. You know what I'm saying? That was another one. That That's was, love of the city. Yeah, that was another one that was like sold out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the biggest shows that come to mind got to be those three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, you, you got any uh, pre-performance rituals that you do? Man, not necessarily a ritual. I would say, because um, I got a big sweet tooth, bro. So long as like on my writer, I will always have like, I got to have a lot of candy, bro. Like a yeah. lot of candy. And I know that's crazy because, you know, you want your, like, your vocals clean yep. and all of that. But, man, I used to go, I would just go hard with candy. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. And just, um, yeah, chilling with my guys. I like to have my people around me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just making sure that I'm, I'm calm. You're in your element. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm you saying? Know? But that's outside of that. I don't really have a ritual. You know, I definitely send one up to the, to the man up above. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time. Um, but, yeah, outside of that. Man, it's just chilling. Comes yeah. automatic. Yeah, it's automatic, bro. Yeah, let's crazy. drop it. Yeah, let's drop man. that, man. I love it. Automatic. Hey, uh, you know me, I gotta have it. When it comes down to that paper, snow debate, I gotta have it. Play the game to win, we ain't talking practice. Extraordinary, nothing that I do is average. Hey, we gonna get it in, it's automatic. We start off on 10, it's automatic. Hustle, don't stop, it's automatic. So won't stop, it's automatic, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, it's automatic, my dog. Well, boy, out here. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I actually performed that joint at the uh, at the uh, Pfizer Forum. So, and, and you know what? I, lo I love that you say that yes, because the next question was going to be how you collaborated with the city. Yeah. And what I know is that mm -hmm. you were a Bucks ambassador. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Please uh, let the people know what, what that entails and the experience of being that. Yeah. So as I sit here today, you know what I'm saying? So fast forward from the label situation, you know, I went back independent. I went through all these like bumps and just learning, learning curves and stuff like that. As I sit here today, yeah. I am a Bucks, uh, an official Bucks ambassador, you know what I'm saying, for the team. Um and what that entails is, you know, I pretty much just represent this, the team everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? They ask me to be at a handful of games to make sure I'm there as a representative. Um, and, yeah, man, again, just carrying the torch, carrying the flag of Milwaukee. Yeah, man. But this time around, it's, it's official. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm part of the team, you know. And it was dope that they reached out to me because it's like, you know, obviously it's a dream come true being a kid from Milwaukee. And um, even, like, as I got older, I would always watch the games and, tag the bucks and just in support of the team you know what i'm saying so um man it's a blessing bro honestly yeah. it's a blessing it's been a journey for you yeah yeah absolutely um you know i've like i said i've been to a, a bunch of games and at this point i've performed twice you know what i'm saying yeah. not once but twice and i don't know how many artists can say to say that yeah. they performed on that on that floor you know it looked like you had a better performance than Ja. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, man, easy, easy on my man's job. But hey, hey, I, I listened to him drawing up, bro. It's okay. No, I ain't gonna lie. They did. They, they did, did that, man. They played my man's. But um, yeah, man, no, it's dope. Especially, like I said, being from here, being a kid from the north side and being on that floor and being able to, and all the people in the arena, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They they from Milwaukee too. So we have a different energy. And it, yeah. that's what most people don't understand about us. I mean, when yeah. the Bucks went to the finals, you saw us on TV. You saw Absolutely. the Deer District. You should have been inside. I went to game three of the finals. Ooh. I've never heard the forum sound so loud, energy. so, oh my gosh. Energy. Like, and, and it, it, it's crazy to think that. Most people think we're this small town thing. And it's just like, no, we are a city. Yes. We are this very infused city mm -hmm. that if you let us out. Yeah. It's you know, up. It's all the way up. It's up and it's lit. Bucks and six. Stop playing. So with that, you know, Milwaukee is a big part of who you are. One thousand percent. How do you feel Milwaukee is attributed to your success? Man, I think it's it's played a huge role, man. I think well, Milwaukee was one of the the first city to embrace me as an artist. One, um, I think actually that's been the the constant throughout my whole career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no matter where I go, no matter where I've been, the the common denominator has always been Milwaukee. Um, up until now, like I just recently moved back uh, a couple months ago. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I've already been, you know, just uh, kind of diving back into the community. And making sure that I'm, you know, touching bases, doing things like, you know, being yeah. on this podcast, mm -hmm. um, attaching to the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. uh, you know, it's always been there. Milwaukee is always it's love. It's the common denominator of my whole career. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's nothing stronger. It, it, it's like there's nothing stronger than when you you get the city behind you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I take a lot of pride in this city. Yeah, absolutely. And. And the people that have responded, mm -hmm. it, it's beyond me. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. People like Nicholas Bontempo, you know, it's it's people like um, Hectic. Mm -hmm. um, it's people like, you know, GPL Magico. Yeah. Um, Illy. It, 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 it's, you always got to remember where you come from. Absolutely. You got to understand what made you mm -hmm. and you got to hold that in mm -hmm. and you got to hone it. So it, it, you being here with me, mm -hmm. it, it, it means a lot. Yeah. Because you believe. Yeah. Absolutely. You believe the same way you want others to believe in you. Absolutely. And I'll tell you like this, when 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 you join forces, you can be the fantastic four. Hey, say you, that. You be that's a, a bar. Rangers. That's a bar. I, that's a bar right there. Use it. I like that. I like that. I want to hear that as well. Man, when you join forces, when you join forces, you can be the fantastic four. There you go. Hey. I, I want to hear it in the track for real. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, but you know, um, you you you're this creative. You're this the. You're very passionate, and you love music. Absolutely, man. I do. So you're currently in the works of dropping an album. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that that album, yeah, can't stop. Yeah, it won't stop. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's get into it. So it's um, you know, it's a collab project with my boy Man of Beats. Um, okay. amazing producer from uh, Atlanta. Well, he, actually, he's originally from Rhode Island, but you know what I'm saying? He's uh, stationed in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, you know, and really we a team. It's me, Man of Beats, and my boy Dakota. Dakota G, he does all the mixes. Literally mixes everything, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He puts the mixes on all the music, you know, Grammy Award winning audio engineer, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I just got to big up my boys, man, because yeah. they, they really, uh, you know, added, uh, uh, another level to my music, yeah. to my artistry. You know what I'm saying? I feel, uh, you know, when you have a team that believes in 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 what you're doing, mm -hmm. and and they they put in as much energy as you, I gotta thank my team, the Spearhead team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we got we got my man's Nick behind the camera. Shout out Nick. Shout out Nick. Yeah. We got my man Steven Van Poo out in L. A. Yeah. And then uh, you know, he does the visual editing, and yes, got sir. Michael Allen, yeah. Cooper. There you go. The you know audio technician, but big up the team. It, it's these things. It's like this wouldn't be possible us being in front of each other like this without a team. And you feel the same way because yeah. your team leveled you up exactly. And you know what I mean. Now, now you guys forming this thing. So, mm -hmm. what inspired this album? Man, just the uh, man, just our work ethic. Honestly, just our work ethic. Being in the studio and uh, when me and Man of Beats was in the studio, kind of curating this vibe. Man, we was on some like. It was funny, man. We made a song. We actually we made a song called "Can't Stop, Won't Stop," 
and we kind of caught this like Diddy Mace type of vibe, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it was just like, man, can't stop, won't stop. Like the, yeah. it's just like that phrase kind of just playing over and over in our heads. And so, you know, we kind of wanted to just, we just like, all right, boom, we got this vibe. We just going to call this project Can't Stop, Won't Stop. But then also on top of that, it's like the mentality, right? Because I kind of mentioned to you off camera, I almost quit in 2020, Yeah. right? But then, you know, I met Men and Beats, I met Dakota G. And um, fast forward, man, we've dropped over, like collectively, we've dropped over 70 songs together. Talk to me about that. Um. So boom, 2020. Yeah. Um, at the so all through 2020, I did not drop. At the very, very end, they convinced me to like work on this project, and we put out an album called Waves Don't Die, right? Yeah. Um, so that kind of sparked that was just like the new spark, right? Yeah, yeah. So then after that, 2021, we challenged ourselves. We we're like, okay, cool, we got this new sound, we got you back on, you know, back in the flow. Yeah. Now let's just let's just flood them, let's flood them, let's, yep. let's grow the catalog. Oh, for sure. So we dropped 53 songs in a year. That's what? 53 songs in a year. So that's a song a week, an yeah. EP a month. Yeah. 12 EPs. E so 12 EPs for the year. That's one EP. Bro, that's insane. Yup. So we did that. We called it the um the color packs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So January was the red pack. February, the or orange pack. March, you know what I'm saying? We just yeah. kept going, kept going. So boom, we grew the catalog all through 2021. Yeah. And then 2022, we just, again, same thing. Just dropping singles. Did a collab project with my boy Cody Ray. So all along, like ever since we met each other, yeah. it became like a kind of like a team. Yeah. Um, the whole mentality was like, yo, we can't stop. But you know what? Not only can can't we stop, we won't stop. We won't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so now that we in this new year, you know what I'm saying? We kind of just want to stamp that. You know what I'm saying? Like there you go. Uh, you know, as long as we long breathing, bro. Long yeah. as we breathing, we can't stop, we won't stop. And so uh that's the name of the EP. It's a collab project with me and Men of Beats. And I believe the album is going to be out by the time this podcast drops. So, so make sure y'all yeah. go get that album, man. It's going to be on all platforms. Can't Stop, Won't Stop. It's got some of the dopest singles on there. We got uh, Automatic on there. Honest yeah. is going to be on there. Yeah. Already is going to be on there. And matter of fact, I performed Automatic, like I said, yeah. at the Pfizer Forum. You know what I'm saying? So if you've if you seen me perform at the Bucks game, go get that project, man. Hey, it, with this, it, it, takes, it takes a lot yeah. to... to Keep this type of energy. Mm -hmm. um, who's who do you feel has been? Because because you, you 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 said that you almost yeah stop you, you almost stopped yeah. What was that time period for you that you you even had that thought in your head? Man, yeah, I think one you know the pandemic was just so weird, bro. The, the pandemic was just crazy, right? Like yeah. you're stuck in the house. It's not a lot of inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so that's one. Two, I was kind of going through like a, um, you know, as an artist, you know, we kind of off a little bit sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so I was just off. I was just like not feeling great. I wasn't inspired. And then also I was just like, you know, kind of hitting the wall because I had not, I had been going like pushing myself nonstop since, like since high school yeah honestly like i've been going like 24 2012 2013 2014 2015 get the deal uh become back independent still grinding move to la i'm still grinding go back to atlanta still it was there was no no vacations there was nothing yeah so i kind of hit a wall almost you know what i'm saying okay guys it's almost like i hit the wall and like actually 2018 is when i started to feel it but i still pushed through i pushed through 2018 dropped the album yeah pushed through 2019 so by the time I got to 2020, I was just like, man, I'm not, I'm not good. I need to take a step back. Yeah. Right. So I did. I took a step back. And then I didn't drop all year. I actually cut, I had these long locks. Like I had a whole nother look. I cut my locks and everything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a rebirth. Yeah, it was a rebirth. I literally, like in real life, hit the reset button. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, you know, once everything kind of loosened back up, I moved uh I, once the pandemic hit, yeah, I moved from Atlanta to Milwaukee. Uh, just so I could be around some family. And then right when it loosened back up, I moved back to Atlanta. Yeah. And that's when I met uh, I met Dakota G. That's exactly when I met Dakota G. He linked me to Man of Beats. And then uh, we made Waves Don't Die because waves don't die. You know, never. They just, they they hit the, they hit the, uh you know, they hit the shore. Yeah. And then another one. Another comes one out. always comes. Yeah. Feel me? That's so um, I'm literally the wave and, you know, waves don't die. So that was kind of like the messaging. And uh, 
here I am today, man. You know yeah. Saying? Good thing. Hey, man, again, one more time. Shout out for, to, thank God for Dakota G and Men of Beast, man, because I wouldn't be right here. That's what's up. So, you know, and, and that's, that's what it is. So now we fast forwarding back here. You got the can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, man. Um, what do you hope to accomplish with this project? With this project, man, honestly, I just want to, uh, one, just reestablish just the uh, the music. You know what I'm saying? Feed feed the fan base. Always. That's always at the forefront of what we do. We just want to continue to service the fan base, the people that's really locked in and checking for us. And also hit hit a new fan base. You know what I'm saying? Grow the fan base. Yeah. Um. So that's one of the things. And also, man, just really take it to the next level. You know, each year we have like a, a thing set in mind. We want to just elevate, continue to elevate. Yeah. So we want to take this project. We want to tour it. We want to I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna make sure I uh, I hit Atlanta and perform. I'm gonna hit Memphis and Nashville and perform. I'm gonna hit Chicago. I'm gonna make sure I go to L.A. and that's hit awesome. all these hit all these spots that really that's really tapped in. Toronto. I see y'all streaming crazy in Toronto. I'm gonna make sure I pop out there. Um, and yeah, and that's kind of why I also been doing these shows. You know what I'm saying? I gotcha. popped out to Madison. Uh, I got a couple joints in Milwaukee. Listen, Milwaukee, y'all better pull up, man. Y'all better pull up <laughs> on me. This must feel like a win. Yeah, it feel man, it feels it feels, amazing. Like, feels like a victory. Yes, huh? absolutely. A big victory, man. Like, we always winning. You know, talking about victory. Victory, yeah. man. Woo! This listen, there's a song my 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 song, Victory. Uh, you can ask Man of Beast this. This is like if I had to describe my style yeah. in one song. If somebody say, play me one song that fits the way Chappelle sound, I would play you victory. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm it's like the production of it. The 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 um the the raps, you know what I'm saying? Okay, gotcha. The hook, the swagger that's on it, the bars, the bars, one more time, the, the bars. bars. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like it's, I barred up on this song. Well, and um, yeah, man, it's the way let's it let's play it, man. Let's get it. Look, hey, I'm in a whole nother energy zone. I drop heat, but they sleep on it like memory foam. I touch down and celebrate like I ain't been here before. Take it to the top and make sure that my niggas can go. Uh, spit fat, y'all know. Every time I drop folks, when they tried to keep us out the game, but the lock broke. Down for your shorty like I'm jumping off the top rope. And the flow make them go, whoa, I'm pop smoke. I shake the room every time I'm making moves. Making tunes, chasing cash, you was chasing views. Grew up on that north side where they take you full. Every time I come up with a flow, but I make the news. All these niggas claiming that they goats must be April Fools. And your shorty put up to the show like she ain't with you. Shit, she just wanna be around me more. She just want the DR, some brand new DR. Ricky Bobby, you ain't first, you in last place. It don't make no sense if you're on back chase. Need it now, everything fast paced. Sweet victory, it never leave a bad taste. Yeah. Sweet victory and never leave a bad taste. Uh, feel like sweet victory and never leave a bad taste. Yes, sir. I, I, you know, I, when I hear that type of, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. art behind, um, when I hear that behind, you know, this music, mm -hmm. you got to cherish that. Yeah. Because you're, you're a true talent. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. You, yeah. you could tell how much you, you really care about what you're you're putting out here mm -hmm. so um you know you, you you got a lot of time ahead of you my man uh where <laughs> do you appreciate it where do you see yourself in the next five next five man i definitely see myself uh just dropping dropping more albums but just on a bigger platform you know what i'm saying because i really want to take it there you know i've done i've done the label situation i've done the independent thing now whatever's next i want to just make sure that it's at the highest level yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to play on that. You know, we we we, we play the game to win. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We play the game sure. to play it at the highest level. So five years from now, man, I see I see myself with a Grammy-nominated album, produce, you know, production from my boy, Man of Beats, you know what I'm saying? And just still still repping Milwaukee to the fullest, you know what I'm saying? That's where it's at. Yeah, that's that's where I see myself. And, you know, with the proper uh, work ethic and just keeping my skill intact, which is going to be, you know what I'm saying? We going to get there. Yeah. And I'm going to take the city with me, man. That's the plan. That's what's up. So, you know, um, you, 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 you're stretching this and you're going far. Yeah. And, and, and believe me, I'm a fan. Man, I appreciate that for real. Um, what advice would you give mm -hmm. to our inner city youth, inspire, aspiring artists? Mm -hmm. Man, a couple things, man. A couple things. One, uh, one, it's never too late, you know what I'm saying? So don't yeah. think because you're not 16, 17 that you can't pursue this music, man. Um, it's never too late to uh 
you know, to pursue it and take it serious. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you focus, get on your grind. And really, when I say get on your grind, not in the cliche way, yeah. really get on your grind, really make sure you accessible, be on all these social media platforms, go record that music, yeah. go find you a team. Don't reach out to the guy that's way, way up here. Man, look at your homies around you. See which one is good at this. See which one is good at that. Make that your team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, uh, you know, really, really make your stamp and make your, put your name in there, man. Man. Um, so that's, that's one. And two, man, just chase the dream, bro. Chase the dream. Chase Don't chase the, the money. money. Chase the dream. Don't chase the money. That's what's up, man. Mm -hmm. Well, man, like, you know, you sitting down here and, and really, you know, just bringing who you are. Yeah. And, and just being genuine. Yeah. I, I got one more thing. My yeah. bad. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, no, we, we, yeah. it, just, it just came to me. Don't let nobody date you. Don't let nobody tell you when your career is done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's something I'm super passionate about. Like when I had the label situation and I decided to go back independent, I had so many people that tried to date me yep. and tell me that, oh, this version of Wave Chappelle is the best. Like, oh, this is when you peaked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because fast forward to now, you know, Wade Chappelle in 2016, he was dope. Don't get me wrong. That was a bad man. He was on yeah. the label. He dropped a national album. But guess what? He didn't perform at the Pfizer Forum. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't have a couple million streams. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So it's like, it's like never let nobody date you or tell you you can't outbeat yourself, your past self. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can continue to get better. Uh, CC Tom Brady, CC LeBron James, CC... Uh, Jay-Z, somebody who dropped a great album at 50 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that would be my last piece of artist, to, uh, uh, last piece of advice to all my artists out there. Don't let nobody date you, man. We can continue to get great, greater as you, you know what I'm saying, as you grow and as you get older. You know what I'm saying? So, that is awesome, yeah. man. And, and and with that, you know, I I appreciate you taking the time out yeah. and really coming on, on the platform and, mm -hmm. and being a part of the mission for this city because yeah. I love this city and, and if there's one thing I want to show, I want to show our youth. Like, look, man, I understand we went through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I understand it was hard times. Yep. It's not the life that we thought we'd be living. Yeah. But guess what? We're out of it. Mm -hmm. Here's my gift to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you all the ways of success that can possibly be. And they're the people who are from the soil you walk on. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Facts. So it's uh, I'm I'm very passionate about this mission. Yeah. Uh, my team as well, you know, we're, we're all invested in in showing the very best out of Wisconsin, yep. out of Milwaukee, southeast Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh, you being here, mm -hmm. it, it just it, it, it means so much, you know. Um, Likewise, bro. I, I salute you. Yeah. Um, what, what ways can people uh, contact or, yeah. you know, listen? You know, obviously get a hold of yeah. who the Wave Chappelle is, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Y'all can find me on um, all my socials, uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, and Twitter. Uh, Real Wave Chappelle, not the fake one. Real Wave Chappelle, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, you know, that's that's where you can find me. Twitter, I think it's just Wave Chappelle. And then um, all the streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. Wave Chappelle, like Dave Chappelle, you dig what I'm saying? Hey, baby. Yeah. So you know what I mean? I, I'm I'm happy you came on. Man, thank you for having me, man. And keep doing what you're doing, too. Thank I know you, you know, you gave me my flowers. I want to give you your flowers, too. Thank you. It's important thank for you. you. Like, what you do is very important for people like us coming out of Milwaukee, allowing us to get on here, tell our stories, and uh, using your platform and you just spreading our story around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, every For every great person, it needs to be somebody to document it. You know what I'm saying? So what, you, what you're doing is extremely important for the city as well, man. Let's get it, bro. Yeah, spirit. Let out, baby. Sure.